I'm Meredith. And I'm Robin. And this is My TV Family. Today, we're talking about what we've been watching while social distancing. Welcome back. As Meredith mentioned, today we're talking about the TV shows we've been watching solo and with our families to get through these uncertain times. Uh, First, we just wanted to say we hope that all of our listeners are healthy, safe, and sanitized. Um, We 100% recognize that the content of this podcast can be a bit trivial from time to time, but we hope that we can give you a bit of fun for a few minutes. Yeah, and we hope that we can provide some recommendations on things to watch. Some of us are finding a little bit more time on our hands, um, or at least some time at home. So we hope to provide some things to watch, um, some just a little bit of joy and light in your life. I mean, a lot of joy and light in your <laughs> life, probably. People are gotta... stopping me on the street and asking me what I've been watching, Meredith. So I have gotten a few texts here and there saying... We need to know what we should be watching right now. Um, so here so, it is. Let's yeah. do it. Give the people what they want, Meredith. How many times have I said that? <laughs> and then later I'll do my skincare routine for those of you who have been asking. So Because you guys have been asking, I want to talk to you about my skincare routine. <laughs> Swipe up. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, before we get into what we're watching and what you should be watching, should we um, start out with some hot topics? Let's do it. Um, I wanted to do a quick quarter one update on the progress that we made toward our New Year's TV resolutions. Um, I got remember a, resolutions, Robin. Remember, like when <laughs> the most important thing in January was trying to figure out what TV we were going to watch for the rest of the year. <laughs> what a bunch of dum dums we were. We were like sweet summer children. Anyway, um, you um, frequent listeners to the show, regular listeners might remember our special guest Beth came on and had some A-game resolutions and I have an update from Beth and and a hot tip from Beth. Beth is the guest that keeps on giving. Um, So Beth said that she is currently making her way through The Wire, which was on her hit list. Yes. Um, And I asked her what she thought so far. And she said, I'm still in the first season, um, only about halfway done. I think it's good, but it's not my favorite. However, five zillion people can't be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So I'll hold my opinion until I've seen more. I'll report back. Beth, if you're listening, um, we are going to hold you to that. I want to know what you think when you have all the complete seasons under your belt. Um, Beth also wanted our listeners to know that... (laughs) Oh, Beth, I adore you. She said, you can tell your listeners just in case they don't know that HBO unlocked a lot of their shows and movies right now. Other people can watch it as well. They can access it by downloading HBO Go, HBO Now, or Hulu. Beth, that's news you can use. Thanks, Beth. That is news you can use. I did notice that on on my Hulu, a bunch of HBO content was popping up, and I thought that was awesome. Super awesome, and I have to tell you, Meredith, I did not include it on our script today, but we started a show last night that I think you'll be very excited about, and it is called McMillions. Oh, awesome. Yeah, my sister started that, too. Are you liking it? Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, like um, my husband said today at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, do you think Alex would want to watch McMillions with us? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) it gets... 
it gets a little it gets a little dark um oh all right later well, on I'm so just like living it up with the fbi guy in the gold suit right now we're like in the happier days that guy is yeah. a hoot. Um, no, it, gets, it gets a little bit heavier later on um still good still still a fun one um meredith would you like to share your update on where you are with your tv resolutions sure 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 um <laughs> so this one i one of my goals was to catch up on shows that i started yes. and then i kind of fell off so finish what i started and one of those shows was but was not in my original resolution, but I found okay. it is Brooklyn Nine Nine. Nine Nine. I was way far. I was way far behind on Brooklyn Nine Nine. And you caught um, up. I caught up, and it's been really fun. It's like the perfect uh, show for right now. Yeah. Um, just so like familiar, cool. familiar characters that are funny, and um, there's a couple of heist episodes. You know how oh, they do the Halloween the best. heist. Yes. Um, they had done like, um, I think it was two in a row of heists, um, because one of them got delayed. And so, um, there are two heist episodes and those are always fun. So Beth. Always really funny and also really (laughs) smart. Like every time at the end, I'm like, how did they do that? Like who came up with that? That's so smart. Nice little ocean 11s, um, for you. Yeah. So Beth and Robin, I have done it. I have, I have. Um, made progress on that goal. In these dark and times. Then my, and then my second, re- I'm another resolution I have was to kind of fill the gap of shows I've never seen. And one of those shows was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. And you better believe I am in season two. Okay. I want, uh, uh, will you be speaking to that later on in the show? I will be, unless okay. maybe I'll just, maybe I'll just go into it now. I wish so, I would. I want to know whether I need to add Buffy to my list. I mean, I know I should add it to my list, but I want the Meredith review. Oh, yeah. It is really hard for me to recommend it, but um, because my feelings are kind of all over the place on this show. One, you'll like it because it's very 90s, so it's like a comfort, like TV zone for me. Okay. Is like the 90s, right? Like there are Super shows. recognizable. Yeah. Um, a lot of our favorite shows, <laughs> a lot of my favorite shows happened in the nineties. Um, so that's, that's nice. Um, I will say it feels a lot like Veronica Mars, but with supernatural elements. I've heard of her. Go on. Uh, <laughs> she's like this witty teen girl. She is taking on way too much for a person her age. Right. <laughs> she's got blonde hair. <laughs> yes. And then she has this like really loyal team that she doesn't always treat very well. Oh, that is straight up Veronica Mars. Um, that help her um, attack all these supernatural elements. Um, Can I ask you about the supernatural things? Are yes, they scary? I, Are they too scary for me? No. You know, I'm like the biggest wuss in all the land. And some of them are gross. Okay. Like... There's like a reptile guy. Not a at all. Um, (laughs) Not a ton. No. Okay. All right. Um, I was kind of worried, like taking on a show like Buffy the Vampire Slayer in times that are a little bit heavy and monstrous, demonic. Yes. Uh huh. Um, but this one is actually perfect because it's like nothing that would actually ever happen. So you can like there is not. A reptile demon in your swimming pool, <laughs> Meredith. 
I have been told that it gets like really good mid season two. I don't okay. think I've I don't think I've hit that yet. I think I'm just a few I'm episodes. In. Um, I didn't think I would like Sarah Michelle Geller. Never really liked her before. Yeah. Um, but I like her. I like that she's sassy and okay. Um. I wish it was more just about vampires because like I said, there's some other like super, like one Monster of them was of the week. her teacher turned into like a big praying mantis. Oh. And I was like, terrifying. you know, I could, I could do without that one. Uh, <laughs> now, are you far enough where you've been able to pick a romantic person for Buffy? So I, I remember when we had, Adriana on. Oh yeah. And she was talking about Buffy and I remember there being like two people or like two love interests and I yeah, remember I one is Angel. Angel and Spike. Oh, Spike. Okay, that's what I thought. So we've ju- I've just been introduced to Spike and he's a bad guy. Okay. Um so I'm confused but is definitely <laughs> I know. Well, definitely really into Angel. I so right now I'm 100% on Team Angel, other than the fact that she's, like, 16, and he's technically over 200 years old, so that's, Well, like, Meredith, you and your goofball um, standards. Um, so, um, but I haven't, we haven't got into the fact that Spike is going to be around a long time. Okay. Well, um, Meredith, but maybe I need to watch the show. I do. It's so campy and really okay. cheesy, and if you can just, like... Set that aside and say like, well, I mean, I, know I you watched like Charmed. I watched yeah. the crap out of Charmed, so yeah, I was mostly um, that for the hot dudes though. So, <laughs> well, I don't know the angel or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the angel is that hot, but um, it it is like a really interesting. She's the Slayer and he's a vampire, so as oh, like star-crossed lovers, the you know. Yeah. Yeah, tale as old as time. Um, so, <laughs> um, I I'm interested. I keep watching it. I like find myself being like, I want to watch Buffy. So okay, there you have it. I mean, that's good data. I feel. I wanted to also ask you if you feel like your attention span is growing or shrinking. Um, I'll get when we get down into the what we're watching list. Um, but I just don't want to watch anything like I'll watch like YouTube videos of Bill Hader cracking up during Stefan on Weekend Update yeah <laughs> you know the like really toothy meaty educational <laughs> cultural things before uh, before I started watching Buffy I had that problem for like the first couple weeks we've been self-isolating I was just like I don't want to watch anything new I don't want I didn't want to get into anything um but then I got into Buffy and I was like I guess it just takes it just takes one as they say yes I'm having massive FOMO now I'm gonna have to watch Buffy all right yeah. it's settled. <laughs> I'm so proud of you for um putting in the work and chipping away at your resolutions Thank you. Thank you very much. How are you, how are you doing on your resolutions, Robin? Well, Meredith, I appreciate you asking. Um, <laughs> I um, crushed a little show called Barry. 
You may recall yes. one of my resolutions was to watch things that scare me. <laughs> yes. I feel like you and I had like polar opposite resolutions. Yours was to finish what you started and mine was to quit while you were ahead. And <laughs> yours was to watch like things that make you feel good. And I was like more torture and violence. <laughs> anyway, um, I really, really loved Barry and I, I don't know if you have this experience, but sometimes when too many people are like, oh, you know what the best show is? Critical Darling. So good. Everybody should watch it. I'm like, screw you. Like, you don't know what I need to watch. (laughs) Um, So I feel like Barry was like a little bit like that. Like there were so many best of episode, like when people would single out single episodes. Yeah. Barry made the top list. Yeah. Best of 2019. Some even the best of the decade. And that would just added fuel to my hate fire. I was like, nope, never, not going to happen. And now... Well, can I admit something to you? Yes. That That's how I feel about Fleabag. <gasps> Meredith, Marie, I will not yeah. tolerate such sass. Well, I, one of these I, days. <laughs> I hope... I hope it, it buries. I hope you get a bury moment with our girl Fleabag. And, oh, anyway. I know. I know that's, I know that's blasphemous, but like, I just kind of want to be like, that is my, like, I'm not going to watch it because everybody told me to. So, yeah, I feel that in my bones. Trust me. I can be like the biggest contrarian. So I definitely felt that way about Barry. I feel that way a little bit about Better Call Saul. And I know if I watch it, I'm going to be like, that was like rapturous and wonderful. So for that reason, I am out. <laughs> so anyway, all that to say, Barry was wonderful. I only had to fast forward through like two tortury kind of like over the top violent bits. All um, right. That's great. I mean, for two whole seasons of TV about a hitman, that's pretty good. I would say. <laughs> um, and I would say like if you like me or a big weenie, um, the <laughs> show kind of telegraphs when it's coming. So it's yeah. never like a like a shock take. I appreciate um, that. Yeah. So anyway, if you're not familiar with the show, it is about Barry played by Bill Hader. Um, and he is a hitman who is trying to leave the biz and try his hand at acting <laughs> as one does. <laughs> um, and I think Henry Winkler, I think everyone on the show has been nominated for an Emmy, but Henry Winkler won. Yeah, he did. Oh my gosh, the Fonz is doing the heavy lifting here as the acting teacher. He is fantastic. Like I cannot say enough about Henry Winkler. Like he's up, he's down, he's serious, he's like pathetic, he's horny. Like he is just <laughs> all over the place and just fantastic. Like you did not know that you needed more Henry Winkler in your life until you watch this and then you're like, "Where have you been for all these decades?" Anyway, and then obviously, you know that I'm obsessed with Bill Hader. He is phenomenal. And the show is really a lot funnier than I thought it would be. Oh, um, yeah. So anyway, um, and it makes I me really want to like, watch. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I really like one of the um, writers for Barry. Her name's Emily Heller. She's on a lot of podcasts I listen to. So yes. she is super funny. So I can imagine that it's. I'll seek her out. That it is funny. Yeah, so it made me, in my um, YouTube deep dive of all, like, the Barry interviews and kind of um, panels and things, um, it kind of bumped up against the Documentary Now crowd. No. Did you ever watch yeah. that? Okay. No, my husband tries to get me to watch clips of it here and there, and it just does not land with me. 
I think if you are not familiar with the source material, it could be yeah. a little like um, of a slog, but a yeah. couple of them that I saw that have been based on things that I have seen yeah. um, really just hit the funny. Um, so anyway, that's my next goal is to watch a documentary now. Oh, all right. Well, I can't wait to hear about it. Woo, Meredith, hit me with another hot topic. Um, okay, well... One thing that I wanted to talk about is that Quibi has launched, um, despite no one really needing quick bites anymore. (laughs) We kind of need like long, engaging meals, I think. Um, But Quibi is a new streaming service and it has original content on it. And a lot of the episodes are just like under 10 minutes. Um, And I swore that I was not interested in Quibi. Like I was like, so Meredith wants, I'm like, she's like, I don't want Quibi. Give me Loby. I need long. Yeah. <laughs> and I just was like, oh, that's so annoying. Like, I I just was not about the idea at all. But then I learned I could get a free 90-day trial. And I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> you know, I love a deal. <laughs> Can I buy love getting something. I love giving something for free. Um, And so, really, I will just tell you, I've only really watched one show on there. And it's called The Game Show, the G-A-Y-M-E show, um, with Matt Rogers. Who we love. Um, Yes. And it is a really funny seven minutes. Like, a really funny seven minutes. They do this little bit every time like it's the first thing um where they have they give um three clues and people they call it celebrity essences and the um contestants have to guess who the celebrities they're thinking on just like three pictures of like denim jacket like (laughs) eye patch i don't know and it's just so funny um to see people try and guess it and like when people get it right it's so amazing um i just love that idea of celebrity essences and when you hear the answer are you like oh yes of course that was <laughs> yes. Siegfried, of Siegfried and Roy oh yeah it is it is funny there it's quick seven minutes goes by really fast um but i think it's a fun just like really enjoyable show um and I will say, Eric and I also tried watching the Will Forte show okay. called Flipped. And I think um, I think it's a, just kind of a spoof on people who have, like, like um, renovation shows. Okay. I was trying to think of the Waco people. Joanna Gaines. Chip and Joanna. Uh, yeah, there they are. Um, but we were interrupted mid first like ten minute episode by our kids, and so <laughs> we're Dang supposed it, kids. to. Kids, like, I can't even watch a ten minute show. Exactly, we can't even get a quick quick bite these days. Um, oh, kids. Yeah, um, but I think it's worth worth a try. Okay. Um, so I definitely have been hearing a lot of buzz about game show, and also the Nicole Richie one I've heard is yeah. like the top one. Nikki Fresh, I think it's yeah. what it's called. All right. Meredith, I'm going to get on that 90-day free trial train. I've just heard a lot of, you know, a lot of people we like have written for Quibi shows. Um, and so, we know, Ira wrote, I think, on Nikki Fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, Ira Madison, who we love. Um, there's just the like a... <laughs> uh, That's not legally binding, by the way. 
<laughs> Not a legally binding term. I mean, like, we are friends of his pod. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Isn't that what friend of the pod means? Um, so anyway, if you are in need of a little quick bite, and I'm just going to say I keep saying quick bite, but I hate that name. <laughs> I I hate qu- the name Quibby. I hate the idea that it says Quick bite. That stands for quick bite. Well, um, again, Meredith, it's your t- it's your chance to trademark Loby long bite. <laughs> <laughs> it's right out there for you. I'm gonna go low meal, long meal. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, so anyway, check it out. Free ninety days. I feel like is worth anything. And I don't think I even had to give them my credit card information. What? So. Anyway, oh, I think maybe I did. I did put it in my, I did put it in my calendar to cancel Quibi in like YOLO. <laughs> All right, what, what? Uh, well, let me tell you, I had one other thing. Um, no. SNL did their SNL at home for the first time on Saturday. Yeah, did you catch that? that? No. Um, we only, <laughs> <laughs> we only caught the first half of it and I thought it was like a good try. I think it was worth it to try, but that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> There's two things I did like about it. And one of them is that you got a little glimpse into their homes, um, Ooh. into the, the SNL you know, cast. I like home. a little celeb behind the curtains. Um, yeah, me too. Uh, right now you get a lot of little peeks into people's homes. They're doing lives <laughs> a lot more at home. Oh, the celebs are off their leashes, Meredith. Um, and the other thing is that Bo and Yang, they all did their own intro. You know how at the beginning it says oh, Bo, yeah. and Bo and Yang and they have burr, burr, burr. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dancing around New York City. Well, yeah. they all did it in their homes. So they got to choose what they did. And Bo and like Yang that. still still does that giant wave that he um, does in his um, iconic intro um, package. So I thought that was funny. I'll give I like him. that. Yeah. I'll take um, a celeb living room sneak peek any day of the I week. Know. You got some like sneaks into bedrooms, all this stuff. I was I was into that. Mm. Um, that sounded a little more scandalous than it was. It was just like <laughs> made beds. <laughs> Meredith, you pervert. <laughs> what other what are the, what other things are hot off the presses, Robin? Uh, well, get ready to go to a dark, bad place. I just oh. wanted to. <laughs> Doesn't take long. <laughs> yeah, here we go. The roller coaster. Um, uh, just a sad passing. Um, over the past week was um Adam Schlesinger Schlesinger from um the band Fountains of Wayne. Um, if you're not familiar with Fountains of Wayne, you should get familiar with Fountains of Wayne. They are the best. Um, I think their like top radio hit was Stacy's Mom, but it's so much deeper than that. <laughs> Check out their album called Welcome Interstate Managers if you have not. Um, but he also wrote the song That Thing You Do from the movie That Thing You Do, which, oh my gosh, such an iconic movie, such an iconic song um, that is on my must-watch movie list for the Coronavirus Film Festival. <laughs> um and just like the ability to write a song of that time that was so spot on was like ridiculous. And yeah. 
He also wrote for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which you know oh. is one of my top all-time faves. Um, and Rachel Bloom um, has been posting a ton on social media, obviously, after losing him. Um, but she just had a baby, like, literally, like, I think one, you know, the baby was born and they lost him. So she's oh. Rachel Bloom. <laughs> I know you're a frequent listener of the, uh, a, a recent contributor, fre- frequent listener, but we are thinking of you. That is rough stuff. Um, but anyway, it was, um, it's just interesting to look at the list of songs that he specifically contributed to Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And they are just like one after the other of my top favorite songs from that show. And yeah. He was so talented in being able to create songs from different eras and different genres that are just, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So, Meredith, I know, I beg you, I beg you every episode to watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, but um, it was just a really sad, sad passing. Um, and just wanted to take a second to say, um, we love those jams. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you did. And I, you know, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is on my res- resolution. So after Buffy, I would give oh. it a shot. Okay. Um, and on a happier note, uh, no um, folks know that we are big fans of the ATX TV Fest, and they announced last week that they are going to do a virtual fest from your couch. Um, and I think, if I read correctly, you don't have to have a ticket to No, attend. I think it's free for all. Free and open to the public. So um, I imagine they're going to get some great people who have nothing better to do but sit around and talk about TV. <laughs> Um, so make sure you're following them on all of the social medias and, um, join us, join us, won't you? From our virtual couch for the <laughs> ATX Fest 2020. <laughs> oh, Meredith. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see what, how they pull that off. I mean, um, all the celebs are on Instagram all dang day. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, all the Superstore cast is out there doing, like, little duets and interview yeah. programs. Like, I mean, I feel like people are chomping at the bit to do something with their time. I know. Well, we'll miss that. We'll miss that in person, but we'll get a new experience online. And... I love it. Meredith, could you take us to a happier place and start us off on what we're watching? Do you want to start with grown-up shows or kid shows or surprise me? Um, Let's get... Let's go through the kids shows first because there's been a lot more family watching than. Yeah, the kids are around all the dang time, (laughs) Meredith. I know. Which seems to be interrupting the adult shows. Um, First of all, the manager, please. (laughs) um, One with no sports on. My son tried to get us to watch the NBA players playing 2K20 on the Switch, which where they have two NBA players and you can see them up on the screen and then you can see like the little screen share of them playing against each other on the switch and they're playing NBA 2K20 and it is so boring. (laughs) Is this on Twitch? Is that a thing? It's on ESPN. Shut up, Meredith. Stop it. I, I kid you not. Um, (laughs) This is I didn't what even they're... think about ESPN. Has someone checked on them? Are they okay? <laughs> no, they are busting out. I think the other day they did the 1997 spelling bee. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they're pulling Woo! out all sorts of things. At any given moment, I can find my husband watching nice. a game from 2005. You know, like, um, 
So I, you know, I'm just not going to recommend that, but that is something that we're watching. Um, that is a thing. Another, you can do. <laughs> another thing that we did is we watched all the Star Wars anthology with our Meredith. kids. Meredith, that is so you know, cool. It was really fun. They're probably a little too young, so just like no judgment, please. Uh, <laughs> From here. But, <laughs> Listeners, I beg you, we're, you know, grading on the quarantine curve is what we say. <laughs> yep. uh, and and to be fair, we did skip most of episode three, which is like the the worst um, like violence there is. But we absolutely love that. And our kids are really into Star Wars and talking about it. It's like fun to share this thing that we both enjoy. Um, Love it. And so we started watching The Mandalorian with them. And even though we'd already seen it, we watched all of The Mandalorian. And I stand by my uh, opinion that The Mandalorian is good. Okay. Is The Mandalorian that, like, like scary or violent at all? Um, it's like Star Wars violent. Okay. Got it. But like, le- I would say less than like the typical Star Wars. Um, Got it. Any, but, uh, um, any Ewoks up in that Mandalorian? No, no Ewoks, but I will just say that I think Baby Yoda is a brilliant creation. Like, whoever thought of Baby Yoda was just like a PR genius. I mean, can Um, you imagine being that person and just being like, that's what I said, jerkwads. (laughs) Like, somebody's like pitched that in a meeting and is the biggest hero. Imagine being Uh, that guy. I know. loved Loved by young kids and adults. Um, So... That was fun. Um, and then just the last thing that we watched was the movie Onward. Have you seen How that? How that? No. My son refuses. Uh, yeah. I will say the ending is super sweet and emotional okay. and touching. And I loved that. But okay. like leading up to it, it was the most tortuous, tortuous watch. Um, really? For, yeah. Because it is nothing goes right. So for those of us with anxiety, that just like is is the really hardest thing to watch. It's just like every moment of the movie, something is going wrong. And yeah. it's like life or death or they're not going to get to see their dad. And it's the worst. Oh, kids so, in peril. No. Yeah. My kids seem to be fine with it. But every like five minutes, I was like, really? Seriously? <laughs> I'm picturing you watching through your fingers like I can't. Yeah, I just kind of rage watched it. Um, but the but again, the end was just like a very sweet ending. Um, I won't spoil it, but it was it made it worth it, I guess. Okay. Um, so tell me what you're watching with your family. Um, well, we are still sticking with our same um, consumption schedule of Lego Masters and um, The Mass Singer. All right. Uh, there is a Star Wars episode of Lego, Ma- Lego Masters. If you haven't checked oh. that out, they make Star Wars scenes, which is super cool. And just like, again, I continue to be blown away by the skills. Yeah, um, we need to we need to do that. I keep forgetting that about that show. Oh, it's a good one. Um, and it feels like a million years ago, but, um, do you remember the night when, um, Sarah Palin was revealed to be one of the mass singers? Um, I, I only remember because Sarah Palin was trending on Twitter and I was like, yes, and oh, you were like, no. what did she do? <laughs> um, yeah, but it was right. It was that night when, um, the NBA canceled all their games. Like it was like one of those like signs of the apocalypse. It was just yeah. like, boom, 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 boom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's just a 
this is just a funny side note. Um, we're talking about Sarah Palin again. Ah, oh, the world must be coming to an end. <laughs> Literally. Um, well, she did sing I Like Big Butts by Sir mix lot So, again, like, whatever the seventh seal was, I think that was it. Pass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, still a really good show. Still, like, good fun. Good, clean fun for the whole family. Um, we also started Mythbusters. Um, okay. On yeah. a recommendation from um, another podcast. And I would say that, like... Tell me if you've experienced this where you're like, you really want a show to stick with your family. So you're yeah. like very present and you're sitting there and you're laughing real big and you're like, oh, did you see that part where they did that? Oh, that's so cool. Didn't you think that was cool? I thought that was cool. Um, so <laughs> I was really trying to like talk it up and pump it up and it got like a kind of a lukewarm C minus. So we might try and revisit it again. There are nine gazillion episodes, which is very appealing. Um, but that's Mythbusters. And then the other thing, um, on Netflix that I have to recommend is the investigators. That's investigators with a B. Um, yes. Do so not good. sleep on this show. People. It is so good. It's Australian public broadcasting. It definitely has like a public broadcasting sheen to it. Um, I've described it before as kind of like a gentle bloodhound gang slash encyclopedia Brown, um, yeah. but with amazing accents. Oh man. I just love that show. Are you guys caught up on season two? Um, you know, I don't know if we've made it all the way through there, but my kids really love it. At least my older two kids love it. Um, so and I find myself like listening up in the corner being like, wait, what happened? <laughs> I did Maudie need- figure that out? <laughs> She's so smart. I need oh, to Ezra. know the ending. Yeah. Oh, Poppy, you naughty thing. And I yeah, keep, it's when so I watch it, I'm like, these kids have are really good actors. <laughs> they are really good actors and really good detectives. Anyway, it's just, it's darling. And there were multiple times over the past couple of weeks where I would like hear it start. And I'd be like, like from another room, like, you're not starting that without me, are you? <laughs> so, it's fine. Everything's fine. Well, here. what I like about those kids is they're not, I'm, this is going to sound mean, but they're not annoying. Like, like the Disney show oh, yeah. kids. Well, I know exactly what you mean. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a people show that is not annoying. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that's my, it. that's my don't sleep on, don't sleep on it wreck. And then a couple of movies because people have been asking Meredith, they're like, what kind of <laughs> um, face serum do you use? And what movies have you been watching as a family? Um, I'm not going to get into the face serum here, but I will tell you what movies we've enjoyed as a family. Um, number one. But later I will tell you where I got my sweatpants. So don't worry. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram for more. Um, So, Meredith, I have to thank you for your recommendation of Peter Rabbit. Um, That was such a hit here. If you're looking for it, it's the Rose Byrne version um, with, I don't know, that guy's name, Domhnall Hall. Domhnall something. He's also a big Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He has a new show on HBO with uh, Merritt Weaver that looks pretty good. I saw that. Yeah. Anybody wants to give me their HBO password, um, DM me. (laughs) Uh, I'm like in insecure FOMO hell. Oh um, yeah. It'll be fine, Meredith. It's fine. No. Maybe it'll <laughs> so. come out on Hulu later. Okay, I hope so. <laughs> um anyway, I really love that movie. It was so good. It was charming it was. and beautifully made and funny and like just enough butt jokes and fart jokes to like keep everybody engaged. Um <laughs> So thank you for that. That was really good. Um, we just watched School of Rock this past weekend, and that was oh, such yeah. a hit. Um, I feel like Jack Black's just like 
total bananas, like mania, crazy faces, like um, crazy guitar jamming out, strumming on the floor, just nutso. It just hit right in the sweet spot. <laughs> yeah, um, I love that movie. And then um, the other like runaway hit was Cool Runnings, if you remember Same. the Jamaican bobsled team. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I have to say, I'm just thrilled we can watch something with human people actors in it from time to time. Um, yeah. You know, I love a cartoon as much as the next gal, but give me some John Candy, give me some Jack Black any day of the week. Um and one other side note I wanted to mention was Free Solo, which is a documentary about um, this guy who's going to do a like a sheer-faced rock climb um, up the oh. yeah El Cap, I think, El Capitan. Yeah. And um, we started watching it with my son, and he was, like, into it. And then it kind of transitioned to being about, like, his relationship with his girlfriend and his relationship with his mom. And my son was just like, when's he going to climb the mountain? When is he going to do the rock climbing? Can we fast forward to that part? Does he die? Did- do you think he dies? Is he going to die? <laughs> so I put, put that down in the maybe column. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really liked it. But also, again, with the person as a person with anxiety. Oh my gosh. It was a tough watch. As a person who's dated that guy, tough, (laughs) tough watch. I'm like, I'm in your van asking you to tell me that you love me. We're eating off of one spatula. This sucks. Lady, I told you that you are not my girlfriend. Get out. And she's like, You're giving me mixed messages. Mm, No. Anyway. I did hear, though, I think they got engaged. They did. She yeah. got him real good. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, and that's what the kids have been watching. Meredith, you want to go after dark, after bedtime edition? <laughs> yes. Even though I think mine are all pretty um, immature. Uh, <laughs> the teens we... are in trouble, Meredith. <laughs> Should we start with the one I think we both watch on my okay. block? Yeah, I started it and I couldn't finish it. Oh, Robin. That falls falls into my anxiety slash attention span problem. Yeah, I can see that. So I really thought it had returned to its season one glory. Season one was like so great. And then season two was not as great. Yeah. Um, But I really thought this it returned to that. So I'm sad that I'm alone there. Um, Well, I got one episode in. And I just want to ask, if I don't like Caesar, and I don't like Monse, and I don't like Caesar and Monse <laughs> together as a couple, is there still a show left for me to watch? Yes. The, I feel like that, even though that is a strong through line throughout the um, season, I feel like it took a backseat to Jasmine, who is like the sleeper pick of season That's my one girl. and two. Um, no, she her. really shines in season three. Okay. And, okay. and then Jamal, who's also like my favorite character. Super fave. Yeah. Um, Jamal and Jasmine, I think, are like the leads of this season. Okay. Meredith. Which is why I think it You're which is why I think it's in. Good. Yeah, because Jamal was like such a big part of season one, you know, with the, yeah. the heist, world. The, yeah, the money. Yeah, you know, money. Yeah, this is like a bit he's like big in this one, and they both they both are really funny and they're <clears throat> excuse me they're both trying to be the leader of the group. Um, okay, Jasmine, man. Yeah. She got um, nerve. 
So I, I don't know. I really blew through it because I, I thought that part or having Jasmine was, was worth it through the whole season. I'll give it another try, Meredith. I'll add it to my shower rotation. (laughs) Which for for some of us is um, few and far between. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, The other thing that I don't even know if we should talk about because I feel like it's been over talked about, but I just, we did watch, I watched some of Tiger King. Watching that Tiger King. How far did you get? Um, I think we made it through the first four episodes. Okay. And that's, that's when and that's when I think Jeff Lowe is his name came on oh, and I just was like Gold the zoo. It just keeps getting worse. Like the people who come are just getting worse and worse and worse. Like there's no redeeming qualities or people. Mm-hmm. I feel like the I just started feeling really sad. And so I was like, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, I will say um, I echo all of those sentiments. Like, it made me feel sad. <laughs> yes. Um, I felt like there was kind of, like, diminishing returns episode to episode. Like, yeah. in the beginning, you're like, holy crap, I thought it was about this, but it's actually about that. And what's going to yeah. happen next? And I can't believe those people. Um, but it definitely kind of took a turn toward the end and it just, it made me sad. Um, I will say I love being in the know about memes that are going around though, because I'm yeah. a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I definitely read as much as I could about like episodes five through seven or whatever ones Yeah, we didn't finish watching. And, um, I think like the one thing that made me happy was that one girl who got out of Doc Antle's cult. Yeah, you know, that they interviewed guy. that that one girl who just was like, "Yeah, and here's another weird thing that happened." And I'm like, "Lady, you just escaped like a horror show." Um, she <laughs> talked Let's about look it. Look at my photo album. Here's a funny thing. <laughs> yeah, she was a little cavalier, but I was just. Um, really happy that she was on the other side of that mess. Yeah. Um, so there was just like one thing to be happy about, but people, the way people are talking about it, are like, oh, are you more like a Carol Baskins or a um, uh, Joe Exotic? And I'm like, oh, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a third option? I hate uh, it. Thank you. <laughs> and. I know a lot of people are out here like justice for Joe Exotic, but I'm like, he was still like a pretty nasty guy, like, mm. um, and said some really awful things about other people. So I just, mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. It, yeah, no one to root for. No one to root for, but he, he did produce some pretty good songs. I'll give him that. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. He's a hell I of kid. a musician. I'll give him that. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Um, Robin, why don't we why don't we pass it on over to you and um, you tell us one of the things you're watching? I would love to. Um, I started a little program called Little Fires Everywhere. Oh you know yeah, <laughs> I've heard um, of it. <laughs> it's got a couple. It's got a C-lister or two in it. My goodness. Um, so it is on Hulu and it is based on the book by Celeste Ng. Um, 
And I really, really liked the book. Um, so I was hoping that they would do a faithful adaptation. Um, but it takes place in Shaker Heights, Ohio, which was this kind of town that was designed to be an American utopia. Yeah. Uh, we just started it, um, but I am already in love with preppy, uptight, string of pearls wearing Reese Witherspoon. Man. Yeah. Old Sold. girl can play that character to a T. Um, and our BF forever, Joshua Jackson, AKA Pacey from the Creek, um, plays her husband and there were some smoky hot sex scenes from the jump. So here for that, um, (laughs) (laughs) Carrie Washington, um, plays a woman who kind of moves to town with her daughter and, um, Reese Witherspoon, like, tries her darndest to take Carrie Washington's character under her wing and Carrie Washington's like not having any of that nonsense. She's like, Nope, I'm good. Quit trying to tuck me under your wing. And Reese is like, get under here. Come on. It's warm. Ooh, I like um, that. I like, yeah. like, no, nah, thanks. I'm all right. No, I will not be your project. So, yeah. um, I'm really looking forward to seeing where it goes again. I'm just having a hard time watching anything other than like ASMR videos on YouTube (laughs) on like repeat. Um, But I know there will come a day when I'm able to watch television again. (laughs) Robin, let's pull you out of this funk. It's bad, Um, Meredith. I'm not going to lie. Can I give you one other one that I know um, will (laughs) cause you to lose any lingering respect you had for me? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> please there were two drops left and here they go um, <laughs> so a little show called elite has returned on netflix uh-huh. um you may recall this is a show about sexy teens doing bad things in espanol uh, <laughs> this is season three meredith once again i feel like they're really cranking out those seasons they are <laughs> like everybody's like i can't wait for the next season to come oh shit there it is like it's very like Give us a second to like build up the want. It's um, like the um, R.L. Stein of TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, um, it is funny because I feel like they are very like crank it out, give the people what they want. But there yeah. are some like romantic relationships that are super popular, like fan favorites yeah. that didn't get a ton of like time or like screen time or fan service like there was nothing that felt fan servicey about it at all um there's um they kind of telegraph kind of what's happening first of all the mystery in this this guy dies in the first episode and then they spend the whole season telling you how he died but the guy is like <laughs> a killer and he's terrible uh-huh. and he's just awful so i'm like who cares? He died. Yeah. Good. He's awful. <laughs> Move it along. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Polo, RIP, no one cares. Mm-hmm. Um, but the two characters that I think a lot of people are super into, well, there's several romantic relationships, but one of them is Nadia and Guzman. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing the the thing where they're like, oh, there's this other guy for Nadia to be interested in who's just this total bobo, like, lump. And you're like, okay, <laughs> like, this guy's obviously <laughs> been planted here to, like, make us think Nadia and Guzman aren't going to get it on anymore. Um Anyway, all that to say, one of these days I'll be able to start watching shows again, and hopefully this will be on the list. I cannot, I can't get it moving. Um, I will say that I, 
am hopeful to return to this show because the behind the scenes photographs from like all the photo shoots of the cast, those yeah. bring me such joy. <laughs> but like the show itself, is that bad? Like, <laughs> like I could watch your show or I could look at outtakes from when you guys were all like laying in a puppy pile, like at your photo shoot. Anyway, it's fine. Clinical it's depression. Fine. Never heard of it. <laughs> Meredith, what else are you watching? Well, now it's just like my goal to get you a show that you will like right now. Meredith, you are a true friend. Go on. <laughs> yes, this this is what true friends do. Um, um, I've talked about Survivor, so I'm not going to talk about that, even though what a truly Meredith? truly mind blowing. Twitter is on fire with Survivor. Tell us the scoop. Um, it really is just like the best season of survivor. And I've said it before. I'm going to say it again and I will say it forever. We need more footage and, um, more things to watch for survivor behind the scenes. I want the people who are kicked off more time. What you know, ha- talking to take them, to the, right. Take me to the Ponderosa. They have, you know, in this season, they have the Island of. Oh, Misfit toys. Please say Misfit toys. Yeah. No, (laughs) in this season they have Exile Island where you've been voted off and then you go and play like this second hand game um, where you hang out there and you get a chance to get back in the game. I need like just as much time there as I do in the real game. I know I said I wasn't going to talk about this, but (laughs) here we go, Um, because everyone on Exile Island um, it's not even called Exile Island. I'll remember what it's called. Um, everyone over there are um, are people that are interesting. It's Boston Rob. It's Parvati. <gasps> it's all these people they've kicked off who are awesome. And they're the people you want to be watching playing this game. They're over here doing um, this other thing. I want just as much time there as in the real game. So give us more, CBS. Man, we need more content. Yeah, really. This is the time to be outraged over a TV show, I think, right? Like <laughs> That's true. People are talking about it, Meredith. People are really talking about it. I'm going to take up this cause, a really meaningful cause. Um. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I okay, want so- you to convince me of something great to watch. Go. All right. Here we go. This first one is called Kim's Convenience. Okay. I have heard of this. Okay. It's on Netflix. And my friend Jen recommended this to me a long time ago. And I think there was only like two seasons and I started it and I liked it. But for some reason I didn't continue something else, you know, like Veronica Mars must've come out something, you know, like something pushes it out of the way. And so I noticed that it has, they've been advertising this new season, season four, Okay. And so I decided to get into it and I'm really happy. So it's a family com- family. <laughs> it's a family comedy. Uh, I'm going to start a new word, family. Family. <laughs> um it's a family comedy and it's about a Korean Canadian family okay. and it is mostly set in their convenience store. Um so oh, they have amazing. two adult children and the daughter Janet lives with her parents and then there's a son Jung, he had a falling out with his dad um, when he was 16. So he lives, he lives on his own. But so the dad and Jung don't get along, but Jung still sees his mom and Janet. Um, 
so it, it's just like a really cute, not cute, like such a bad word. It's just a really funny um, show. It talks about like parental expectations. Janet's living there with her parents who have all these like dreams for her. And she is um, in photography school and her dad like is constantly talking about how she's not living to living up to his expectations. And then um, she kind of takes some of the heat that should be put on her brother. They're worried like that, you know, they, they um, project a little bit on her, but in a funny way, I know this isn't sounding really serious. Um, (laughs) They lots of jokes about kind of generational differences. Um, But I will tell you, this is a CBC show. So it's a Canadian show and CBC is the same group that gave us Shit's Creek. So if anything should convince you of that, um, it's that it's a really fun um, family making it happen. Um, I think the characters all really funny. There's a um, the Jung's bro- uh, Jung's best friend is named Kim Chi, and he is just like comic relief left and right. He's kind of this wild guy trying to get him to do stupid things. Anyway, watch Kim's Convenience. It's the perfect time to do it. Okay, I literally just wrote it down on my watch list. Maybe I, I will give it? it a try. Did yes, I sell it. Um, and the other thing, and I wanted to try and convince people to watch. Yes. And I've said it so many times. Robin, if you're not watching Gourmet Makes, what are you waiting for? Um, it's also on my list of things to watch. I Meredith Speaks, I listen. Yeah. if I know, like, cooking shows are not everybody's jam. Hey, pun, in, pun not intended, but... Um, but it's more than just the cooking show. If you watch it long enough, you start to see the dynamics of the test kitchen. Like so there's that. lots of, there's a lot, there are a lot of shows produced by the Bon Appetit test kitchen. Mm-hmm. But this is the one that we watched. It's called Gourmet Makes. And I'm just going to remind everyone, it's where she recreates like common snack foods and tries to make them gourmet and like get, keep the same elements that you like about it, but also improve like some of the things Elevated that, a bit. yeah. Elevate is the right word. Um, anyway, but people keep coming in and out of her. She's just filming this right in the middle of this like bustling test kitchen. So you have other people coming in and out and you get to see kind of the relationships that are there and like the power dynamics that are there. And I'm loving it. Um, because two, recently, two chefs who are also in the test kitchen decided to do a gourmet makes instead of this woman, Claire Saffitz. Oh. Um, they did her job. And you can just tell, like, they thought they were going to be so good at it and they had it down or whatever. And they really struggled through it. And so you just realize how good she is at that show. It's not heavy. There's just like a bunch of episodes that you can blow through. You don't like have it. to watch one over the other. You can watch it with your kids. You don't have to. You should be watching it. People are talking about it. Go Meredith, for it. I'm going to do it. I'm okay. going to get me some Kim, Kim, Kim's Convenience. I'm going to watch Gourmet Makes. You're making me crave Doritos right now. <laughs> and it's, it's all going to be okay. <laughs> I feel like yeah, there are some there's some crossover elements there because you got a convenience <laughs> store. They do talkies. They make talkies in uh, gourmet makes. Yum. Um, yeah. Snacks. Any any shows you want to convince us of, Robin? Or Oof. well, you were, you really needed to be convinced. I so did. I don't know. 
I will tell you um, how the mighty have fallen. I have one more for you. Okay. Do you remember a little show called The Bold Type? Well. <gasps> Ooh, yes. <laughs> I know that you uh, took your leave of this program long ago. Rightfully so. Yes. Um, so I'm catching up on the latest season. I feel like this used to be a run home and watch show. Like, you remember when our friend Nicole was on talking about uh, run home and watch? Like, what is my next run home and watch show? I definitely thought Bold Type was one that I always wanted to watch the night that it was released. Yeah. Um, Meredith, it has now been downgraded, like, to below shower show (laughs) level. I mean. Yeah. Be on alert, Jacqueline. Like, your show (laughs) is not good. Um, again, it might be a, a me thing and not a them thing. Um, I do continue to like that they have some really topical issues, even yeah. if some of them are kind of ham fisted, heavy handed, <laughs> yeah. the frying pan. Yeah. Uh, I heard someone say this was a, the, that um, the bold type is a show where every episode is a very special episode. Yes. Um, <laughs> that feels about right. Uh, but I do love that they tackle things that are, like, current and relevant. Um, yeah. Sutton is my everything. She remains my favorite character. Jane remains a nightmare of a coworker and a friend. And just a, <laughs> as a person, she is terrible. Um, nice that you can count on some things. <laughs> yeah, but she's petite, so she stays in the friend group. Um, you know how that goes. That's like why, like, you know, how people are always like, oh, yeah, Robin and Meredith are garbage people, but they're petite. So we let them hang around. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) If there's one thing people are always saying. I'm like, stop. (laughs) Excuse me. You have this in a petite. Uh, (laughs) Oh, we've gone off the rails, Meredith. Um, the one thing I will say that is different about this um, season, and I'm sure they're going to turn it around, much like the fake boyfriend for Nadia. This plotline is not going anywhere, but no. Jack is awful this season. You what? guys might remember the boss who lets these little dingbat 20-somethings get away with bloody murder at the office. Um, and she's always like, oh, you kids, I was once young, too. Now get out of here and have a latte, um, which I know filled Meredith with a burning rage. It really um, did. Meredith it was really, screaming really at did. her TV. You're terrible at your job. You should have been fired five times over. <laughs> anyway, she was usually like very mentory and gentle and like, you know, she yeah. had a standing treadmill desk. She was cool. She was hip. Um but she, I mean, she her marriage is breaking up, which is very sad, especially because um, her husband in real life plays her husband on the show. So Ooh. the portraying marital strife, I don't know, it's a little icky. Um, but man, she has turned into a nasty bee. I had to turn an episode off because it was so hard to watch her be that mean, Aww. even though it was to Jane who deserved it 100%. But there's got to be some happy medium there right i know yeah they're like she's either like wearing like she's either polishing her halo or she's pushing someone out like a skyscraper window (laughs) no in between you know how women are (laughs) (laughs) oh man but i mean that feels fitting for me because i'm either (laughs) yeah i'm like it's so nice that we have this time together as a family i'll cherish it forever i gotta get out of here i'm gonna kill someone Cherish the moments. Oh, cherish the moments. All right. I think. What else are you loving? 
Um, other than just like falling asleep to the office, um, I think that's it. That's a perfect. Uh, that's a perfect show to end on. I know that's your comfort food. It is my comfort food. I think that's it. Um, uh, thank you so much for listening. If you made it through all of that. <laughs> um, I would say if you're interested, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. But not a lot's happening over there at the My, Fe- My TV Family Pod social media sites. But um, if you if you got something to say, let us know. Um, we'd love to hear it. Hey, wash your damn hands. And after you've done that, rate, review, and subscribe to My TV Family. Priorities. Bye. Bye.